so you seen any Hit it, Joe! That's the I did I didn't realize that's the song they use for the theme for SpongeBob. Um, just played <laughs> at a different tempo. Wait, no, it is. It's called Twelfth oh, like Street the... Greg. Yeah. Oh. Same song. This one's just like I... up, much more up tempo. I'm so, like right on and, the line of like my like my a, age cohort wasn't like this like watching no, SpongeBob. No, yeah, I get that. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I I know he's a he's a sponged man mm-hmm. who lives in a some sort of fruit underneath the ocean. Yeah. Um, which is weird because under the under the sea, that's the sand. He lives in the sand. He lives in the. Well, the here's what mantle. you need to understand. Okay, he lives in a pineapple under the sea. Absorbent and porous and yellow is he. Okay. 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 Canonically, he's not like an ocean sponge. He is like a dish sponge. So, you know, he's like... Oh. He's like of the Ocello family or something. He's he's artificial. (laughs) Yeah. Um, He comes comes from old money. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know how to transition to what well, I have here, but um, they're, uh, let, well, hang they're on, shooting let me down. Here, let me... What the dog doing? <laughs> they're shooting down uh, objects from the sky, supposedly. Yeah, lots um, lots of unidentified objects. They're being described as cylindrical. Um, yeah. yeah. I don't know. People with large, like, fake silicone alien, like, masks and things. Are having a lot of fun on Twitter about it, so so that's cool. I saw one that just had someone feeding an, an alien a chocolate bar, and it said "gente." So that's like if somewhere it was Spanish language, like <laughs> is now, it is it a people? Is it a person? I'm seeing news here from just a couple hours ago that now China has detected and is preparing yeah. to shoot down their own <laughs> unidentified flying. This object, is honestly so like- the best way they can handle this. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, whoa, whoa, us too. <laughs> then what's yeah. the United States gonna say? I know. Well, well, jokes on you because we made it up. <laughs> yeah. This is all very weird, and there's n- no, there's not really enough information at this point. And yeah, I have, I have my were, reaction in the show notes. I was gonna say you were, you were playing a clip earlier uh-huh. and i was listening to it and i was like this is not credible because they're talking about like oh uh, you know so uh, some pilots were saying they don't see a way like a propulsion system or any sort of identifying markings or anything or what it's like i i don't know it's not yeah i don't whatever i'm yeah, sure we'll I- eventually find out whatever this is if it is indeed like real and if it is it'll be something like extremely banal or whatever or it'll be like, like a weather oh, balloon. Yeah. Or, or, like, or just oh, made up. Yeah. Oh, you know, such and so country's military was testing some stupid, you know, nonsense stuff, whatever. Like, I don't care. Uh, I don't yeah. care. 
I don't. I, you can't make me care about it. They're clearly not posing that big of a threat, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, what's more threatening to you, your landlord or a UFO? Let's be honest. Yeah. Who can do the most material harm to you? I say bring question. the aliens in. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Imagine if the Vulcans visited like first contact because, um, like they, now? they did go to Montana, um, and then we just shot them. Yeah. And then that, but well, then we don't have to do space communism. So there, there you go. Yeah. There's a, there's a tweet from here. Uh, I don't, I don't, I can't condone this person. I don't know anything about them, but the, the image is pretty good. It's like, uh, one of those, what are, what are they called? Like, whoa, whoa, Jack. What's it's a this guy? Jack, yeah. Whoa, Jack mm-hmm. thing. It's like a UFO in the background, like a flying saucer. And there's an alien on the left and a, and a, the, the beanied millennial guy, burnout millennial guy on the right, he's saying hey to the alien, and the alien's like, are you not shocked? And the guy says, man, I got a lot going on lately. And that's like how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, sorry, that's, there's too much going on right now for me to care about this. Yeah. The second thing, though, I wanted to highlight, I, I wasn't going to put this in our for sure man vertical, well, but like, have have you ever seen uh, there's like a map of like UFO sightings, you know, like across the mm-hmm. world. Mm-hmm. Um and it is interesting that they tend largely to be in America and to some extent <laughs> Europe and it makes you think if indeed hmm. like that's odd. That's an odd trend, isn't it? Like Especially like all the people live in Asia. Right. <laughs> You're like, "Oh, okay, aliens are visiting, but like only North America specifically." Huh? Is that it? Like what, you know? Like come on. Yeah, come on. Come on. Uh this this uh clip is from uh Fox Fox News this morning um where they're talking about the the Chinese balloon, mm-hmm. you know? Another yeah. another thing they shot down. And uh, I want you to listen to this because because I think what they arrive at is kind of is interesting. CCP up to is this a test? And by the way, I've learned over the weekend that these balloons, the largest one that, you know, you could fit three buses in it that was shot down uh, over South Carolina last Saturday. That balloon was able to snap images of our military installations and send them back to China in live time. So what John Ratcliffe told us last week was spot on. They were using solar panels for unlimited power, unlimited energy to continue the surveillance program. We're talking about so like, is the CCP so now up to? Fox, is this a test? And by sorry. the way, now Fox believes in solar panels all of a sudden. Right. Now they're I, now they're real. I have I have and, two comments. One is how could they possibly know any of this? Like that it was snapping <laughs> pictures or whatever. But number two, it's like, yeah, I guess Fox is like we should we should be, you know, like, oh, you want infinite energy? Get solar panels. Yeah, we can't let the Chinese in all, have all the energy. We need to get it. And like like, you know, that'll you make can, us invest can, in solar yeah, development. You can get this technology on your home and not have to pay <laughs> not have to pay the utility. It's you know? what they don't want you to know. It's unlimited free energy. <laughs> Um, that's what we should of- honestly, you know, like we, what we should do is take a page from the gas stove playbook here and yeah. suggest that we're going to try and ban solar panels. And then people will be like, <laughs> they'll be making flags with like a solar panel on it that says, you know, come and take it. So. And then, and then yeah. Florida will be like, we're passing tax rebates on solar panels. It's like, oh no, I'm so owned. <laughs> would be so owned that's, if you did that that's how it's like a reverse psychology utilizing conspiracy mindset 
Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it, I think it's a new a new course of action for for us to take. Either that, um, or we need to be like, um, you know, we need to be like, oh, uh, China was using oil and gas to power their <laughs> balloons, and you know, uh, leaving a trail of horrible pollution or something. I don't know. It's yeah. Bizarre, bizarre. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like the new Cold War with China. Yeah, um, they keep trying to make it happen, and just nobody's buying into it. Really, I don't think they're really uh, they're really trying hard, and I just don't. Th- there's not enough there, to be honest. I don't know. Yeah. Like, how can we? Like, we've been coexisting fine since like the '70s, and they make all of our stuff. So, <laughs> like, yeah, the situation's rather different compared to like the USSR of which yeah. you know with which we had limited you know con certainly i mean we had trade contact but far more limited than we do with, with well China, and USSR so. was like new on the scene right it was like an emerging thing it, it, it the freaking china's yeah. <laughs> just been around for a while now and everyone just sort of accepts it you know right <clears throat> um moving on we we have a really jam-packed gas station comestibles corner today. Stacked, um, you might say. S- stacked. Ooh. Now what's what's that sound? All right, I got um we talked about this last year in the previous season that um Pepsi um because Pepsi has like Napoleon syndrome or whatever, you know, they're 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 always the little yeah. man behind that they I've discontinued Sierra Mist. And they brought out a new soda, which they intend to conquer uh, Sprite, and it's called Starry. And I have some here. I um, have some, too, so I'm going to take a sip. Let's go. I have, the, I have the zero sugar version. Let's see. It tastes like Sierra Mist. It tastes exactly <laughs> like Sierra Mist. It doesn't taste any different than Sierra Mist. <laughs> there is... Ooh, man, it's very like, good. It doesn't, it doesn't taste like Sprite. It it tastes like Sierra Mist. Yeah, it's like I don't have the zero sugar. I have like the regular one. Um This is like the least just noticeable like, soda. Like it tastes like it tastes like white. Like the color white. It, it just or, tastes like sugar and citric acid. Like that's all it tastes like. Yeah, there's I've always kind of not liked that lemon lime soda seems to seems to be more balanced on the lemon side. And I think we need to bit more lime in there. Do you know what I mean? I've been saying this for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I think seven up does a little bit better job of it. I think they've got yeah. a little bit more lime going on. No, this just tastes um, like Sierra mist. Um, my free advice to PepsiCo would be, if you want to make a, a soda to take on Sprite, just make it taste like Sprite. Don't make it taste different from Sprite. Make it taste like Sprite. I mean, this does kind of taste like Sprite, but Sprite would be this with like 10 times as much sugar, I think. That's true, yes. And Mm -hmm. and for some reason, Sprite doesn't feel like a liquid. It feels like a, like it's almost, it's it's halfway between liquid and salt. Like it's, it's sort of thicker, you know, like it's more viscous. Mm -hmm. It's viscous because of how much sugar there is. Yeah, it's basically turning into a sort of syrup. Yeah, it's like denser. Yeah, basically I mean, this what Sprite is, right. is is it's the high fructose corn syrup that they put in everything else. Yeah, and yeah. then they like then <laughs> they like accidentally spilled some lemon juice into it, and they were like, <laughs> "Ah, shit." Yeah, <laughs> we'll call it Sprite. Yeah, I don't know. This is I got like okay. My impressions of Starry are it's fine. 
it's going to continue to be number two <laughs> compared to Sprite. Like, there's no reason to get this over Well, I mean, Sprite. this isn't at McDonald's, you know? Yeah. So. Well, this is, yeah, this is going to be the thing that you get when you go to a restaurant that serves Pepsi products rather than Coke products and you want Sprite. And they're going to be yeah. like, we only have Starry. Is that okay? And you're going to be like, I guess. They're both just sweet, carbonated, <laughs> uncaffeinated things. <laughs> this is the weird thing is like what okay it really you know, is like, like a child soda it's like a it's like the soda for children is what this is why is it that like the only real caffeine free sodas you get at restaurants and stuff is like lemon lime and Fruit maybe flavored. root beer yeah why can't Ooh, yeah, i like they beer. make a caffeine like coca-cola does not inherently have caffeine you add that in there exists mm. caffeine free coca-cola why why mm-hmm. why must I why must I settle for the lemon lime? Which is yeah, way I mean, too sweet, can... by the way. Like this is frankly and this is the zero sugar version. This is way too sweet. This is incredibly sweet. It's outrageous. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Not my not my vibe really. Um I would mix it with something is what I'm gonna because mm-hmm. I got the I I could only find it in the two liter or like the twelve pack, and I was like, well, I guess I'll get the Well, I didn't it's have cheaper. any vodka this week, so you know. Yeah, I don't I don't know what I would mix it with, but something um maybe like some kombucha or something. I don't know. Some, yeah. some tea or something. Um yeah, I've got know, more Starry. stuff. I give so, I give Starry like a five out of ten. Yeah, just mid. It's very mid. It's I've a got, weird name for a drink too. I don't know. Yeah, God. and it's like no explanation on it. Like yeah, it the just branding's popped, extremely they didn't have a, basic. They didn't have a story for it. Like yeah, yeah. Just popped up on a, I don't know. Curious to see how long this lasts. Yeah, I I I don't I Pepsi there's an article really, about Pepsi's it. lost its way since they changed their logo them however many years ago. Oof. Yeah, the the ugh, I hate that thing. Okay, so I've got Fritos um Pepsi was introduced <laughs> E Limon. So, Andrew, Pepsi we was, gotta move forward. I know, but I just need you to know that Pepsi, when it was introduced in 1893, was introduced as Brad's drink. <laughs> Change it back to. I actually, Starry looks like Brad's drink. Like you could just change the check to say Brad. Yeah, Brad's a this guy Brad's with drink. sleeve tattoos. And this is his lemon lime beverage. <laughs> Okay, uh, Fritos, chili con limon. They had this at the gas station in the. They have like the Korean section and the Mexican section. Uh, Fritos. This is in the Mexican section. It's just, I mean, lime and chili. Hmm. That sounds good. I mean, isn't that basically just like putting tahini on Fritos? Yeah. It um, something about the Mexican Fritos, some oil that they're frying them in. Is not good. Um, Interesting. I don't know what it. It says it's a mix of cotton, cottonseed, palm, and soybean. But like, it tastes sort of like, like rancidy. You know, like. But by, by the way, the website you've linked to here, which is taquitos.net, is incredible. <laughs> if you scroll to the very yes. bottom, it says they have a banner that says the web just got less useful. Taquitos.net. <laughs> I appreciate a website that you know, like I knows love. What it's I love about. that the website too is like it just has a standard width. Yeah. If you make mm-hmm. your browser any bigger, it's not changing. It's, it's like right. Yeah, it's, it's manifestly not adaptive or no. responsive. <laughs> I I appreciate that. And this guy's review is like these tasted like Fritos. Like basically, <laughs> I'm looking at. He's got an article here of the worst chips ever, and I'm looking through them really quickly. <laughs> 
The number one worst chip ever is Lay's Durian. That's incredible. <laughs> Cuttlefish flavored snack. Uh, oh, I, oh. The oh, wait, top I one had here that. Is, the top one here is Flat Earth Baked Veggie Crisps Peach Mango Paradise. These are these mm. are odd. These are all just like very weird flavors for potato chips to be. So I tend to agree with yeah. Yeah, I, I interesting. Mm, che- Biscotos de polvo, uh, Humpty Dumpty sour cream and clam. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants a clam potato chip? Oh. That's if any of you who somebody who who would eat the clam chip sound off in the comments. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to start Show talking yourself. like this is a YouTube. <laughs> like like we have comments and you can like and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, now I'm all burping that down. Sorry, I apologize Start. to our listeners. Yeah, me too. It's very carbonated. Um, they always are. The lemon lime sodas always seem over carbonated. Yeah. Okay. So next up is um, well, Fritos. I mean, it was like all More right. Wrap snacks. Yeah, back at they it just again keep with the wrap snacks. Making new wrap snacks. So this one is uh, Durkios from from Lil Durk. Uh, he's not full Dirk. He's just a little, just a little just, Dirk. Just a little Dirk. <laughs> These are hot puffin fries with ranch. There's no puffins in here. I've been promised. Yeah, no. So this this looks like the like the Cheetos cheese puffs kind of thing. But, yeah. yeah. So it's like hot Cheetos in puff form with ranch. They always like go That's a little bit too far. Yeah. Um. You'd think the hot okay. Cheetos would be en- the like the hot puff Cheetos thing would be enough, but then they added ranch to it, which is uh, you know I don't know how how is okay, it? Okay, so f- first of all, like not hot, like okay, yeah, they're super red. They're not very hot. <laughs> well, that's that's um, what hot means in chip terms is that it's just very <laughs> red. Hot chip is red. Um. They're curiously sweet, and at first, I like the first one I had. I was like, "Uh, why is it so sweet?" Mm. And then the second one, I was like, "Man, I better figure out, get to the bottom of what's going on here." Yeah. And I, I just ate like five of them. So, um, mm. I believe this is what our UK li- listeners would call Moorish. Um, mm. I could see eating a whole bag of these. The, the, the ranch is not very strong. Um, interesting. So, I mean, they're yeah. not not bad, not offensive, but you know. Mm-hmm. can't mm-hmm. complain i've got another wrap snack property here you do here this is not a uh a chip or you know no this is they the ventured into product. there's there's two new snacks i've seen i haven't bought them i will for another time they have like cup noodles that are like macaroni and cheese or something like that interesting yeah like instant mac and cheese things oh or i see that. Like that yeah uh ramen and yeah yeah huh. so after try those um i'm not nothing if not a, a slut for ramen that's for sure um mm. so this Ma- is many such cases this is this is yeah you know now of day now of days you can't have too much ramen <laughs> the, this is <laughs> lemonade Ooh, Ooh from, lemonade um, from little baby. Yeah, uh, and this is the green apple cherry lemonade <laughs> yeah. flavor. One of those that's, is just enough, but they just did both. That's a so like, that's a lot of flavors, like apple yeah. cherry lemonade. Like I feel okay, like that's le- just lemonade is a flavor cherry. on its own. <laughs> apple cherry lemon. That's just fruit punch, right? 
Like that's you. Yeah, you'd, if you've yeah. done three different fruits like that, that's just fruit punch. I, okay, I'm curious so. to I'm curious to hear what you think this tastes like. Okay, it smells very, very green apple. So also like the pictures of it, it looks like concerningly green. Like this is Whoa. like Whoa. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> is it as green in real life as it as it looks in the photos here? It's extremely green. Like, like it looks it looks like um the color of like nuclear waste. Like if you the put the bottle cartoons. if you put your hand behind the bottle the yeah. bottle is clear. You can't see oh, wow. your hand oh, behind the bottle for how green this is, it is. This is like a green a, a shade of green that does not exist in nature. <laughs> So it's good. It is. It is super sweet. It, man. How does the sweetness rate compared to the starry? I mean, okay, I got some starry over here. Uh, okay, starry. Oh, the starry has like the because I have the the zero sugar version, which is aspartame, and it just has that aspartame like sweet oh. cloying aftertaste. This is like double sweet. It's oh wow, you're gonna like be I bouncing can, off the walls by the end. It hurts of this my teeth. Yeah, it's gonna oh, get geez. interesting. I've had that where it's so sweet that you can feel it like dissolving your enamel. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, like your my teeth are getting like chalky. Oh, mm-hmm. I will drink the whole bottle, but um, it's good. I mean, you want to like mix that with something? I'm I'm for sure. Yeah. And it's disturbingly gr- like I'm afraid what color <laughs> my 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 next upcoming uh, bowel movement is going to be after oh, consuming Lord. that. <laughs> and I just cleaned my toilet bowl, so like yeah. you know, rip. Um, last but not least, we have uh, Cheetos brand Mexican street corn flavor. Yeah, okay, which I'm excited about. I, um, you know, I like elote. So. Elote is like if you if you if you're a listener and you haven't had elote, um, just like do, seek do that out favor. or or make yeah. it. It's really simple to make. It's one of those things that's easy to make too with like substitute ingredients. So if you don't have like cotilla cheese, you could you honestly yeah. you could just use like grated parmesan. It's, it's it's really not that much more complicated than the traditional make some corn on the cob and have it with butter. Like all yeah. you're doing is putting more stuff on it than just yeah. butter. It just makes it extra delicious yeah um these cheetos are white interesting um, I, yeah with like little speck um so cheetos are made out of corn like mm. that's that's like a cornmeal base is what they make cheetos well out of. this is america everything's made out of corn well that's true um these these taste like it it feels like they went well we already got the corn don't need to do that right so they don't really taste different than a cheeto that doesn't have the right cheese on it if that makes sense like oh you know what these taste like these are like cool i'm sure they just put cool ranch oh yeah that would make sense um cheetos that's exactly i say you gotta figure they're you know figure out creative ways to reuse the same ingredients right so yeah there's no discernible like lime or not sour um yeah, it's it's literally like I'm I'm I would I'd go out on a limb and say they they just put the cool ranch because it has a, a ranch flavor to it. Mm-hmm. Now now let's see what taquitos.net has to say taquitos. about this. Net. Well, um, I was just I 
again, I'm looking at the sidebar of taquitos.net. They have most popular reviews. There's a Takis flavor called Takis Angry Burger. Takis Angry Burger? I've seen the blue one. Yeah. Takis Angry Burger. What is going on here? It's green? It's green. Um, it's apparently that's a weird pickly. One. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Hamburger and dill yeah. pickles tortilla chips. If you're going to get these Cheetos, don't just get the hot Cheetos with lime, is, which is to me the perfect Cheeto. Like that's the, that the, the lime hot Cheetos are just above and beyond. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hate to, hate to say, but I think, I think, you know, the, the, the hot fry, the puffin, hot puffin fries with ranch. That's probably the best out of the batch here. And the, okay, the, I've, gotta look, I've gotta look into this site more because they've reviewed many of the bagged popcorns that I've tried, so to see what they say. I about. mean, if you see you look on the sidebar, all the flavors, they've got 126 Cheeto flavors, 190 or like this, they've reviewed it all. Yeah. I wanna see Taquitos. what they say about skinny pop. I'm gonna I'm gonna make taquitos.net my my homepage. <laughs> <laughs> This okay, is like they've, they've, <laughs> the only skinny pop flavor they've reviewed is skinny pop dusted dark chocolate, which sounds ew not good. Ew, yeah, that's bizarre. Like, hey, do you like popcorn but bitter? Yeah, exactly. Wow. Finally, Cheetos branded mac and cheese. Oh, that's you right. Can they do did them that. by like regions. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. This is an incredible resource. This is what the open web is all about, you know? Yeah, why do we even do this segment if this exists? This is... Yeah. Well, I think amazing. you should reach out to them and see if you can write for them. Be like, listen, <laughs> you know, I have, I have a listen, wealth of experience. Listen, I will eat some snacks. Yeah. Like, I will I, eat listen, some I'm, snacks. I'm prepared to get my hands stuck in a Pringles tube for you guys. <laughs> and, that's and that's I, where and, I'm at. And I have an English degree, you know? Oh my god, I'm scrolling so like, down on the homepage. In a Petersonian sense, I was destined for this. Yeah, I'm scrolling down on the homepage and there is, it, uh, this is a throwback because it's reminding me, Hershey's Swoops. Do you remember Hershey's Swoops? Wow. What is that? Hershey's Swoops? Hershey's Swoops were basically little pieces of chocolate shaped like Pringles and they came in the little like Pringles oh. snack uh, containers. I remember that that it's important to note that it's not a chocolate covered potato chip it's just no. chocolate shaped like a pringle with like a little squiggle of peanut butter like line drawn down i yeah i remember kids getting these at some point these, uh, these have to be discontinued yeah this they reviewed these in 2004 <laughs> they because they um they just melt i don't know if you know about chocolate chocolate like, they extremely melt. They're very thin. Yeah, yeah. So like, I just remember like kids getting them at school or some. Where was it? College or somewhere? It was. Oh, you know, it was when I was working. Um, yeah, yeah. in in school. So yeah, they just anyway. they just melt into one th gross thing. <laughs> well, yeah. It's so that was our guest to me. Gas station comestibles corner, which we've needed now more than ever. This is like an all verticals episode. This is mostly verticals. And yeah. Well, and in comparison to last week's episode in which I prepared many of the, the, the pieces mm -hmm. of content. 
You yeah. have you have done yeoman's work this, is this an, week. This this is an Aaron Strong week. So now you can yeah. judge. You know you can say which which kind of week who, who's the better yeah, you host. Cross compare. Yeah. Yeah, and we'd like you to do that. Um, tweet <laughs> I'd, I'd at like us, you to do, Mastodon I'd, at us. I'd I'd like you specifically tweet your 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 deeply held opinions of me as a human being. <laughs> yeah. So that yeah. I can which internalize one of us is them. more valid, <laughs> talented, and important to the show? Uh, oh rate God, us I'm on a scale looking, one to ten. I'm just looking in <laughs> swoops encompass the entire Hershey's range. There were York peppermint patties swoops. Ooh. 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 Just eat a York pepper. (laughs) Right. It's not that much bigger. (laughs) That was like one of those times where they kept trying to push a trend of like, what if we gave you like uh, an eighth of as much candy, but made it like more air? I guess it's supposed to be. It's like, oh, it's it's healthier because it's smaller portions. And it's like, but you put like 12 of them into one container. Yeah. And like once I've opened the container, like there's not really any going back from that. You know, I don't know. Bizarre. <laughs> so I found besides finding taquitos.net, um, I found an all, another a great place for our Twitter. show. Which is an, it's, a, <laughs> it's a it's a um, subreddit, a new a, a subreddit. I yeah, was aware it's new to me. Mm-hmm. You mentioned called, this just <laughs> yeah, in, in our messages. You said you found a new. So I'm excited to hear about this. Yeah, th- this is this is self r slash self aware wolves, um, the, about the community. Once in a blue moon, redditors almost transform into self aware creatures. Almost. Now, I was concerned about this because I thought that this was about people who think that they're werewolves, and as we have some listeners who think yeah. that, I was like, let's not get into that. But th- that is not what this is about. Yeah, we don't want to. We don't want to pretend that we are an authority on, on this says uh, the werewolf the, stuff the about community here says once in a blue moon redditors almost transform into self-aware creatures so this has nothing to do with werewolves it's just a punny name yeah and uh, it's basically people who are like almost there they're almost Be- because, there because frankly werewolves would uh tear you to shreds for for you know if you were yeah <laughs> for so, acting like this so this one unwise. the first one <laughs> the, that comes up is <laughs> the full mood got me acting unwise <laughs> 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 oh man uh economics student proposes a way to tax the rich his wealthy professor gets mad why don't you go ahead and read this one andrew i mean i've already read okay it, so. yeah so this is um <clears throat> hang on let me <clears throat> let me wet my whistle with some story <laughs> i keep it drinking says, uh, and i keep going back to it <laughs> i know yeah well it's like i guess i gotta finish it um <laughs> Back in 2008, I published my minor thesis on alternative inflationary measures. You see, inflation is just another measure of supply and demand. When you have higher wages, you have higher inflation. As a result, nothing new there. But the highest income earners in a country are typically homeowners, but they are also typically aged 40 plus and make up a bulk of the aging population. Did this is poorly written comma. They are also the highest income earners, which makes sense given they have spent longer in their careers. Compound this with rising house prices over a prolonged period, and what do you have? A generation with low debt, high assets, and high incomes. What happens when you increase the interest rates on this generation? They make money because their savings are often substantial, and now they generate higher interest. This causes further inflation, while the younger generation gets priced out of the market and pillaged for whatever income they have. My suggestion was an inflationary tax based on a combination of wealth and income, 
whereby the net assets of an individual owns tiers up, then dependent on their income, they pay additional monthly tax with the objective of shifting the inflationary issue to the people most likely to be causing it while still proportionally pulling money off everyone else. My professor said it was idiotic because, quote, <laughs> why should he pay more just because he was successful, unquote. Dude owned like. six cars and lived alone in an eight-bedroom house. <laughs> it wouldn't work. <laughs> I do love the, 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 yeah, this is like the, uh, you know, like, hey, what, uh, you're punishing me for my success. Like, it's somehow, <laughs> yeah. I but earned all of this myself. This is an economics student who 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 learned enough economics to realize what was going on with the ownership class, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and how they manipulate uh, the system so that they just remain on top and and leech off everyone else. And their proposal was, well, it would be pretty easy to create like a graduated tax system that disincentivizes like hoarding all these assets. And, and leeching off the system. And then his professor was like, you weren't supposed to do this with what I taught you. Yeah. You weren't supposed to try to solve this. You were supposed to realize, oh, this is, this is, I need to become one of those people. It's that famous, like Star Trek DS9 episode. There's like a labor episode where like the Ferengi, like, uh, you know, try to form a labor union and, and they, they explain like, well, we, someone says, why don't you form a union? And they say, well, we don't want to, we don't want to like, uh, overthrow our, our the rich and powerful people. We want to just become them, and we we don't want to overthrow the oppressors. We want to become the oppressors. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's the attitude that they try to keep everybody in. Like, <laughs> which just sort of gives away the game, right? So mm-hmm. I think that's a fun one. This next one is uh, titled "So Much Heart, But Just Not Enough Brain to Make Sense of It All." This is this uh, post says it's amazing how the left has their sheep following and defending them, even though it's pretty darn clear that the left is for eugenics, mass and mass depopulation. Sorry, eugenics slash mass depopulation. The very people that follow them. Open borders, tons of fentanyl getting and killing Americans, COVID jab, killing healthy young people, abortion, killing babies, anti-gun, defenseless citizens, sex change for kids, sterilization of confused kids. Meanwhile, look at the spy balloon. Look at the drag queens. Look at the dash, 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 exclamation mark. Distracted ignorance is bliss until it's too late. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's like so close, buddy. Yeah. So close that everyone's getting distracted by all this stuff. But the culture war stuff is real and important. So, yeah. <laughs> but I'm not distracted. You're distracted. Right. <laughs> I'm not being propagandized. You're being propagandized. <laughs> um, that's great. Love to see people showing their asses like that. Um, the next thing we have is from Twitter. So this is from Aiden Comerford. I don't know who this is, um, but they, they, they're getting this guy, which I appreciate. Yeah. Um, this is from, uh, a tweet from Benjamin Ryan who said now, you know, content wording for freaking transphobia, I guess I should say, um, one can assume this, but we don't know this for sure. So the very common claim that denying gender-affirming care to trans kids will lead to deaths is not backed by research at this time. 
we only know that it's associated with suicide attempts. Like, <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> this guy is a health and science reporter. Is is the quote tweet? Yeah, um, yeah. No, this is um. I I think this was precipitated because um Jesse Single, who I believe we've talked about in the past, yeah. who's like one of the big guys who was pushing the anti-trans talking points in the beginning um mm. wrote a very big long substack article this week that was trying to refute the idea that um letting trans people have hormones is like you know good um mm-hmm. and it was very shoddily done and and ryan cooper who i follow picked it apart on twitter but i think this is yeah it's like uh, it's like, oh, you see, it's not, you say that like, oh, giving, you know, letting, uh, giving gender affirming care and hormones and whatever to, to trans folks is helpful. But actually, uh, according to my bizarre interpretation of the research, that's not actually the case. So you know, well, what this guy's saying is, is you're saying gender affirming care stops suicides, but actually the data says it only stops suicide attempts. Yeah, it reduces suicide <laughs> attempts. So, you know. So he's like, call me when they actually so are write that suicide down. successes. Okay. Like, what? Yeah. And then he, it, in his defense, the, the he follows they up. Just says, they just don't says, want to be honest. See here, about- you, say, you say that there was a drop in the suicide rate. But as you pointed out, the drop was in suicide attempts. I don't say this to downplay the seriousness of suicidality, which is that a, is that a, word uh but to make an intellectual point about reporting yeah. research findings accurate oh he's oh, just making an intellectual point that's that's what we needed this that's uh, that's we're gonna add this to the list um of things an, to say I'm making an intellectual point i'm making an intellectual point if you, if you understand this you know <laughs> yeah no, this is the thing is these these people read the books just, read the manuals you know yeah these transphobes just refuse to be honest about what they actually want and they're trying to cloak it as like oh well it's just it's just you know there's not enough scientific proof that yeah. we should let trans kids have gender affirming care and as, there, and as therefore long as, we shouldn't let them you know and as long as you do that like you're gonna continue to like make well, really logic, stupid arguments <laughs> the logic doesn't follow because there's like oh there's not enough research that it ha- that is beneficial and it's like okay well then there's also not enough research that it's not <laughs> beneficial or that it's harmful so like what it so it's but their solution is like well we just shouldn't do it then and it's like well how do we find out you know <laughs> like if i if i play in your space which by the way you know your space is nonsense you've invented this you're like on the hollow deck here you've constructed a reality for yourself <laughs> yeah, yeah if i pretend to buy in it for a moment like obviously the solution here would be to do more research and see what happens not to go well we tried yeah but they're not out promoting that but they're not promoting not, doing more research or finding out or yeah that's not to, what they want they want they want some sort of bizarre justification for why they should basically be able to like genocide all trans people. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I think and they all, all look of, like this too. You see this guy? Yeah. Benjamin Ryan. They all look like this guy. I think so. all of these folks should be, uh, located perilously close to a volcano. <laughs> yeah. Just, um, go, go over there on my shoddily built observation platform on the rim of the volcano. Yeah. Don't ask, don't worry about it. It's safe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's not I, really I a trap to, door. <laughs> I, I go back and forth. I'm like, I don't know that like 
I, I don't know that this is working as well as they think it is because like with the exception of Ron DeSantis, all of, or like most of the Republicans, big gubernatorial candidates who went hard on trans issues didn't get elected last year. And like, I think mm. it's, I think it's starting to get perceived as like a, why do you care so much about that? Like, why does that matter? But, but I don't know. Yeah. It's, I feel like it's too early to tell for that. And I don't want to get, I don't want to lull and, myself into a false sense of security. Yeah. And as with these things, them uh, continually pushing the point starts to make it become an accepted issue, you know, even yeah. if it's not attached to reality, which is like a move they make. And so that also, I, I do think treating them like you're freaking wacko and you're stupid and this is dumb is, is like the right way to do it. Um, you still have to address it. I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't know if they're gonna win. So that's good. Yeah. Um, speaking of uh really wacky people, I found so I was listening to like the the latest uh Bunta Vista mm. and they found they found a uh dog free subreddit. Yes. And that was a <laughs> that was a gold segment. I've been I've yeah. been I've been uh <laughs> I've been uh, reading dog free a little bit here, so. Mm-hmm. Well, I found cat free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which there's which always is... a subreddit for people who need to make some important, uh, some tiny piece of their personality into, like, yeah. or, you know, some yeah. tiny, tiny concern of theirs into their entire personality. So. So, um, I just find these types of the the child free, cat free, dog like these kinds of people. It's interesting because they all seem to have the same neurosis where they're jealous of dogs, babies, cat. They're jealous of something that gets more attention or what they perceive as better treatment than they should. Right. Um, And it's it's, like a very immature way to look at the world and very weird. (laughs) It's a skill issue. So, yeah, you know, I'm basically I'm sick of it. Is yeah. what I'm saying. Uh, so I'm going to. Well, all the dog free folks are being like, you know, I can't believe, you know, how like people, you know, pamper their dogs or whatever, all this stuff. Um, and they come up with these like terms, you know, these little code words, these little um, yeah, shibboleths have... that they can use. And they're Shit all so cringy. Is one for dogs. <laughs> so here's Which... the cat. Is yeah. kind of amusing to me. Like I don't. That doesn't seem that insulting. I guess that's like hype beast. Know. That sounds cool. Like I don't know. Like yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm just before you get into your cat free one. I'm on a dog free post, and it says, uh-huh. "You ever notice the people who adopt dogs in the first place were always loud and obnoxious people?" And I want to say, <laughs> no, that's just you, because yeah, as, like- as a as a guy who owns a dog, no one would ever describe me as loud and obnoxious. <laughs> like you're like an extremely reserved if, person. If, if anything, people are like, you're awfully quiet. Are you feeling okay? <laughs> yeah, uh, it's just wild the way they think about the world. So this is from- you ever notice this wild generalization I've made. <laughs> Cat, this is this is the post is called Cat People and Trauma. Okay. Okay. More shenanigans with cat hags and their endless hypocrisy. Oh, there Lord. we go. First term. I love I love to hags. do misogyny right out of the gate. Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys ever noticed that one of the go-to things cat people say in response to people who don't like cats is they have one bad experience and then hate all cats. LOL. Meanwhile, their reason for shitting on other pets like dogs or birds or horses and whatnot fall under literally the exact same reason. 
But for them, it's somehow okay and not something to scoff at. Dog barked too loud, traumatized. Bird flew too fast, traumatized. Horse reared or made a loud noise or kicked because the person spooked it, traumatized. But their quote unquote one bad experience or quote unquote repeated bad experience. <laughs> this is <laughs> can be fully accepted and sympathized with. Their anecdotal evidence can be swung around as if it were factual information. But if you have a cat related trauma, if you had repeated bad experience with cats, all caps, if you think cats, all caps, are scary and unpredictable, go fuck yourself, I guess. These same dickholes that paint themselves as so concerned about empathy and consent or whatever bullshit they eat their own asses out for. <laughs> okay. Uh, respond with the I highest no order of cruelty what that's about. and sarcasm they could muster if, they've, if you've had traumatic experiences or phobias that relate to cats. They cry oh if you make fun of their, your, their bad experiences with literally anything else or any other animal, but have no problem shitting on you for yours because, God forbid, you're wary of such cute little scrunkly wonkalies. I don't dislike cats as much as I used to. <laughs> now, let's be honest. This is absolutely spectacular. I don't like I don't dislike cats as much as I used to, but holy shit, my disdain for cat people increases exponentially with every stupid arrogant bullshit talking point they come up with. What is uh, I don't dislike cats strange. as much as I used to. This is a strange place. Um oh my. Now let's be honest. But that's it what is this is so <laughs> these people need to get out more because like what, it, what you've, so you you talk to like one cat person right who's like maybe a little too obsessed with cats or whatever yeah yeah and then you're like oh every single person who has a cat must be exactly like this yeah so much of these are just taking a personal grudge and then extrapolating it right yeah just like projecting it onto the entire population of cat owners or or dog owners as you know the case yeah. may be <laughs> i mean 10 points for scrunkly wonkly that's Scrunk pretty good scrunkly <laughs> i don't just like cats as much as i used to after that whole screen <laughs> How yeah. bad did you hate cats before, dude? <laughs> yeah, so 100 or 17 comments here. Um <laughs> just some great stuff. Go peruse these at your leisure. It's great. Um now the next speaking of animals. Andrew, I think you I think you've seen this already. Mm -hmm. How do you feel in the presence of a pig? Uh <laughs> I don't know that I have a particular <laughs> response yeah i don't really feel any particular i suppose i'd probably think it smells a little bad because i'm probably <laughs> at a farm right like whenever i smell a pig, bit of manure whenever i see a pig i always think and i think the same thing with like a cow i look at them and i go what a noble fellow regardless me, me of gender this. they're a noble fellow i don't i don't want to out myself too much as like a city boy but i'm not frequently around cows or pigs like that's okay, just not valid. something that's in my life you know right yeah no, but I it's mean, funny because yeah, I'm I've, the I'm the coastal elite, but I've definitely I've seen, seen more pigs, pigs and, and my usual response is like, oh, look at that absolute unit because they are yeah. large and in charge. Yeah, they are chonkers. Yeah. They, are they are dense. They are, they are blocked they are, up. They are, they are caked up. <laughs> They're yeah. portly fellows. 
and I love them and they're delicious. Um, so, <laughs> however, Andrew no, Lillico, I'm, I'm making an intellectual point. <laughs> I'm making an intellectual point about bacon. Okay. Um, some, this is Andrew Lilko. Some years ago, I realized that in the presence of a pig, I feel a strong desire to fall upon it, rend it and eat it then and there. I presume this is natural hunter's instinct most of us have with regard to various prey animals, but we don't usually notice. Notice, sorry, don't okay. usually notice any animals you feel like that. This is this towards- is this is vile to me to read this with an American accent because this really <laughs> needs to be read with a British accent because the the guy is a telegraph writer, and like oh. the 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 words that he's used here and what he's describing is a uniquely British affectation. Uh, which is called being British. <laughs> so, some years ago, I realized that in the presence of a pig, I feel a strong desire to fall upon it, rend it, and eat it then and there. I presume this is a natural hunter's instinct most of us have with regard to various prey animals that we don't usually notice. Any animals you feel like that towards? <laughs> towards? Towards? Which makes or, sense or about I could do how the, he like, the British towards the TWDS. Here we see a man falling upon a pig and rending it. <laughs> the man, the man feels a natural hunter's instinct. Most of us would have with regard to various prey animals. We know you used to not be able to tweet these kinds of things because of woke, but now that now that Elon is in charge of Twitter, yeah. you can talk about how you have a strong desire to fall upon and rend a pig. And inshallah, you shall be able to continue to do that, even though it is actually haram. Um, I I think the, you know. <laughs> I think you know this is uh, it's very interesting to to basically post an, your own L's like this because basically yeah. what you're doing is outing yourself as like a weird a, a complete weirdo <laughs> it's like no 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 one else Anybody feels else? like that what are you Nobody? talking about nope just me oh okay not just just me okay <laughs> Can't see anything weird or perverted in wanting to kill and eat a pig. <laughs> Thinking With such desire perverted hands. seems pretty messed up to me, though. <laughs> I just don't like. Uh, yeah. I, uh, file this a, under. You know, we have many files that we like to put tweets in. This one I put under. You don't need to tweet this. Like you, you just don't need to do post not. this. You don't need and. To. And the cursed Ireland, or sorry, cursed island of England. You know, if you post something like this, you you will regret it. You will regret this. (laughs) You will regret this. Um, Have you heard about the newest Ron DeSantis prophecy and the and Charlie Champ the prophet? I let. I didn't realize Ron DeSantis was a prophet. That he had no, 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 a a latest (laughs) prophecy. He's not a prophet. Sorry, oh, if that's oh, confusing. Oh, it's a prophecy Char- about Ron DeSantis. Yes, Charlie Champ is a prophet. You according have to be to Charlie a pretty. Champ. You have to be a pretty shit or like cursed medium that the prophecies you're receiving are about Ron DeSantis. <laughs> like, what did you do to deserve that? You have angered the spirits. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and let's... now they're only giving you prophecies about like a cut rate. <laughs> Florida governor. <laughs> yeah. So let's hear let's hear this uh prophecy about uh Ron DeSantis from a person I'm just learning about, Charlie Champ, who 
How would you describe Charlie his Champ beard? named named like a damn Three Stooges character. <laughs> yeah. He's he's got one of those beards that's like oops all just for men like it's like spray painted and stenciled on. Um like it's mostly black shoe polish or something. But yeah. uh he's a very interesting fellow. He's got sort of like a a mid-fade kind of th- lineup thing going on. Anyhow, here yeah, he is, is on some This is like a beard of a color that's too uniform to be natural and it's, it's not, like okay. It's not right. Yeah. And he's at some sort of I don't know, religious evangelical show like one of those the 500 club what's it called something that which you know because they've got a bucket in the middle of the table here. I was going to say this is odd because it looks it it looks like a you know like a panel that you'd sit at except they have like a five gallon bucket that looks like it should be full of flex seal but it, it, i guess it's, it's like a, a food bucket. it's like a prepper oh, okay bucket. it's like a meal kit yeah. bucket yeah right. yeah that's that's what they sell now this so, is truly but... an encapsulation of everything going on with evangelical christians these days isn't yeah it? here 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 we go santis because the lord is going to use him in a powerful way mm. i had had several years ago a vision that I went into where I saw two palm trees and I saw one of them was planted in California, the other one in Florida. And I said, Lord, who are, who, what is this, these two palm trees? He said, this palm tree from California is Ronald Reagan. <laughs> this palm tree oh that God. is in Florida is Ron DeSantis. The two Ronalds? He said, Ron DeSantis or Ronald DeSantis Whoa. is the second has an anointing similar to Ronald Reagan. And I saw uh, Ron DeSantis as a, as a tree of righteousness, that palm Knowledge. tree. And I saw it uprooted from Florida well, the hell, and well. brought to Washington, D.C. and planted in Washington, D.C. And as the storms came, he was not moved. That's right. There's, there's something about... <laughs> Ron DeSantis that we need to begin to pray for. We need to begin to look at because his ultimate future is to have a position in the United States as the president and be planted in Washington, D.C. And he would be like a Ronald Reagan. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) You are watching a master at work. What a d- I don't know. <laughs> I guess this is just like manufacturing consent for going with Ron DeSantis instead of Trump for the next presidential yeah. election. But like, boy, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who uh. who in the evangelical community never th- like. Why did they never think of changing their stupid um to to Messiah, you know, you ever heard that yeah. thing? There was like a Messiah bin Judah, Poseidon bin, bin mm. J- well, some, some, some bullshit to be like I... <laughs> that, that, that basically this Have is the two goal. Ronalds. These are the yeah. two messiahs, the, the two, two Ronalds. Ronalds. A tale of two Ronalds. Ideology. <laughs> <laughs> so uh. that would be a good title if we didn't want to make every, if we wanted to make every episode this season about Ron DeSantis, mm-hmm. um, but we won't Joey, do that. Baby. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, this is a, this is a pro Biden podcast. <laughs> yeah. We're dark Brandon over here all the way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, congrats. Um, Finally, we have, uh, this is just so good. This is a tweet from uh, a guy who who is a columnist for Fox, the Daily Mail, and the Daily Wire, and he's just put up two graphs, and he says, the U.S. smoking rate next to the U.S. obesity rate. Notice anything? 
Aaron, do you notice anything? <laughs> one one goes down, so that's the one the goes down. Rate. One goes up. The and, other one uh, goes up. And uh, you know, as we all know, correlation implies causation. Yeah, uh, that's what they always say. If yeah. you're if you're looking at uh, correlation, then you know, start thinking about causation. It is probably true that uh, you know obesity rates were lower with smokers because they had cancer that wasted them away until they died. <laughs> um, you know, might be something there. <laughs> yeah this this guy this guy I looks. Just, like, I just love that it's like mm, this is truly profound. This is this is they're covering this up. You know. That's how evil was, this stuff is. Who was the Loveline host? Uh, the not the Drew Pinsky. Um, he was the guy on the oh, Man Show too. Uh, I have no idea. This guy looks like a discount version of him, anyway. Like the, he the looks like a, the conservative version of him. Hmm. I just want to make yeah. sure I'm a lookist multiple times on an episode. I guess. Yeah. Right. <laughs> this guy. He's got the, his book Charade. Charade, the COVID lies that crushed a nation. So we should probably listen to him. He probably knows a lot. Yeah, interesting. I saw a lot of things where people were like, "Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna buy into the balloon or the UFO thing because like this is just the new COVID hoax." Okay, (laughs) like absolutely find the wrongest uh, way to get to the right uh, conclusion. (laughs) Okay, yeah. All right, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. For sure, man. (laughs) Uh, Before we go on, we should mention that there is a Patreon for good stuff. Patreon.com slash good stuff. You can give us money and uh, it's used to pay for hosting and all of that, which is uh, cost money as it turns out. Turns out. Turns out. You know, this is it's this is Orwellian to me is that you can't just post a podcast to the Internet for free. You have to pay for storage and a website and things like that. So I think it's to to suppress free speech. Mm, mm, And indeed, mm, my free speech mm. is being suppressed right now, which is why it was difficult for me to say that. But um, (laughs) I don't know. I think like you you did this in a kingly manner. Um, I'm glad you remembered to do it. Um, (laughs) I cannot check the box. Don't make fun of appearance that we have up there. I didn't abide that rule. I've done it twice today. (laughs) (laughs) You have been strongly reprimanded for doing so. Unfortunately or fortunately. Hopefully I will learn my lesson. Aaron will be receiving a demerit at the end of the podcast from me for, <laughs> Sorry, his, I wasn't, for his behavior. His I wasn't misbehavior. trying to do. I wasn't trying to derail the discussion, Andrew. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of, very good. <laughs> Thank you. Um, you heard we talked a little bit about the. By the way, I've learned everyone's saying it wrong. It's not East Palestine. It's East Palestine. It's one of those Midwestern things where we take oh a place gosh. name and then pronounce like it Miami. different. Well, you know, it's like how I have family that lives in Versailles, Kentucky, um, <laughs> you know, or, yeah. yeah, or like L- L- Louisville, <laughs> Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or Terre Haute. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So there was the derailment of a Norfolk Southern train carrying lots of harmful chemicals in East Palestine. Um, and we seem to be reaping the, uh, I don't want to say benefits, but the fallout almost literal fallout. Literally. I suppose, in some cases. 
Um, yeah, uh, health concerns mounting as animals become sick after train derailment and then also reported uh, a couple days ago um, a woman who lives more than 10 miles away from East Palestine found her chickens dead on Tuesday. Mm. Um, she said, you know, oh, it's, uh, you know, we, we live pretty far away and they told us that it wasn't dangerous, but, um, you know, said the smell caused her eyes to water when she went to let her dog out. She said it could be the reason why her birds are now dead. And I would say, yes, probably birds yeah. tend to be more susceptible to smaller quantities of chemicals than, than humans. So, um, yeah. And then they did, well, this is because they did a quote controlled release of the chemicals on Monday. Um, With quotation marks around controlled. (laughs) And the pictures of that, if you've seen them on Twitter, look apocalyptic because it's basically a giant black, almost mushroom cloud looking thing. Um, And I feel like releasing that into the atmosphere, while, while probably, you know, the only thing they could really do was still not good, you know? Like, that's not good for the environment. Um... So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, <laughs> I love how we're experiencing our own like Soviet Union collapse moments, like our own versions of them. Yeah. It's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, th- yeah. So they've apparently lifted the evacuation order now and people have gone back, but they are like not really sure that they should be back. But like, where else mm-hmm. do they have to go kind of thing? Um, also, apparently life imitating art here because it turned out that they filmed uh the movie white noise in east palestine in 2021 and that's a that's a movie about derailment movie (laughs) it's a movie about an airborne toxic event (laughs) oh okay i was like if it's a train derailment movie man yeah uh the movie was shot around ohio uh it was published shortly after a chemical disaster in bhopal india um, follows the fictional Gladney, Gladney family as they flee an airborne toxic event and then return home and try to resume their normal lives. Um, and now the people who were extras in that because they lived in the t- the town are like, yeah, basically what happened to us was the first half of that movie. Um, Jeez. So, yeah, that's cool. Well, um, they're probably doing a lot to help everyone around, you know... Yeah, Norfolk Southern has stepped in to help. Uh, They've offered to pay the city of East Palestine $25,000 American uh, (laughs) to assist. That's that's um, so there's about Um, there's about 5000 residents of East Palestine. So that's about five dollars per person. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I suspect they're going to end up paying a lot more than that. Um. It is. I don't and none know. None of that money will go to the people, though. It will go to um, consultants and and uh, yeah, you know, lawyers, people, etc. People's cousins, um, lawyers. Yeah. If I was Norfolk Southern, I would have not offered this amount of money. I would have either offered a much higher amount of money or not offered money at all, because this amount of money to offer is deeply insulting. <laughs> like, what are you doing? I don't understand. I don't even know why they offered any money. I mean, like, to be honest, like, they probably could get away with... Do you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. It's amateur hour. And it seems clear that they're not really doing much to, like, lead the cleanup efforts at this point. They're sort of letting that fall on, you know, the governmental authorities that it typically falls on. Um, Yeah. Wow. uh, So, So, like, it's funny how, like, private institutions, like 
you know, private businesses uh, use the taxpayer dollars to like clean up all their messes, but we can't have communism because that's yeah. the government doing things. Mm-hmm. That's correct. <laughs> so stupid. Um, <laughs> did you also see that they they arrested a reporter at the governor's uh, press I heard conference? About that. Yeah, and then Normal they're like, times. "Oh, afterwards they're like, oh, well, we shouldn't have done that, you know." And it's like, well, you got him out of the way during the actual press conference, so it seems like you know, mission accomplished. <laughs> Yeah, uh, they um, they're really it's, it's, they really. It's do all need well to and good f- to say that you support freedom of the press after the fact. It's like, well, you didn't for a brief moment there, the moment that counted. So, you know, great job. I, we're gonna need to expand our volcano viewing platform business. I think. Oh, I think it's gonna have to go um, all the way around. Yeah, we're yeah. we're gonna need to make so many more of these. Uh, we guarantee not faulty and not a trap door platforms for yeah. viewing volcanoes from around the rim of the volcano. Um, and let these, these, these people go and see it, you know, for, for doing all the great work, you know, it's, you know, we, we're thankful for you. Enjoy this volcano. Um, I don't know. Yeah, that's I my feel, only conclusion when I see stuff like this. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like we're not really hearing enough about this. Uh, and everything you're hearing about it is they're not talking about this. They're not talking, but there's like no yeah. real additional information. I, you know, some of my comrades and friends, friends are like sharing stuff about like, Hey, this is what happens when these companies that you say, we, oh, we're not allowing the railroad workers to strike um, business as usual. And these companies just keep cutting corners. This is what happens. This is what the workers are trying to stop you from, you know? Yeah. There, there are Among people on things. Twitter who are alleging that there's like some sort of cover up happening. And, you know, I'm sure that they're not, uh, telling us the full extent of things, but I also think that part of it is just that this is a town that's kind of in the middle of nowhere. And like, there's not really good local media. And yeah. as we've seen from, you know, for example, like the New York Times or whatever, they just don't care about places like this. You know, yeah. they wrote a story that's like, yeah, train crash. And then they're like, well, that's pretty much anything everyone needs to know. Right. Like, why would we need to follow up on that? So better publish 1400 I mean, like, more even, uh, think even, pieces about uh, transgender bathrooms or something. Right. Exactly. Well, everyone cares about that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's a far reaching issue. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, like, not even the Columbus Dispatch has something on its front page about this, and I feel like That's wild. Feel like there should be at least one article about like what's going on in East Palestine. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's it's not great. Um, not and, oh, good. I, what I see happening here is that the people of East Palestine, like, they're going to clean up the train and then they're just going to leave this town behind and they're going to deal with, like, 20 years of, like, latent health issues, you know? Yeah. Like, that's it's just, just how It's, it's going to be go. like Flint, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Just um, another throwaway place. We can just, we can just probably keep doing that with the United States, just, like, let places become toxic wastelands and and just keep doing that you know it probably won't like destroy right. everything you know yeah and so <laughs> so i'm struggling with like the oh there's like an intentional cover up thing uh, another thing i'm struggling with is that um that the outlet lever news or the lever um wrote an article about uh it says rail companies blocked safety rules before ohio derailment and the the point of this article is basically like it was proposed um, back during 
uh, Obama's terms as president that um, that that railroads and and trains be mandated to switch braking systems to an um, an electronically controlled braking system rather than mm-hmm. the current pneumatically controlled braking systems. Um, and that didn't happen. It got thrown out during the Trump era. Um, and like, oh, that would have helped in this, you know, well, they, they seem to make it, they seem to place more importance on it than I think it actually has. They're basically saying like, oh, with these systems, like this disaster could have been avoided or whatever. Um, I, I don't know that that's the case. And I also feel like saying like, oh, if they would have been able to break faster, it would have reduced the severity of the accident. It's like, yeah, it would have reduced it, but that's treating a symptom and not the actual cause here. Um, yeah, and, I, I'm, and it's it's kind of my whole thing where I've kind of gotten over David Sirota, right? Like, levers yeah. his, his thing. Like, he's very good. I mean, you know, he's very good at talking about this stuff and, and analyzing the causes and things that are going on, but I think sometimes, like, it doesn't really focus on the fact that like, this is just the result of capitalism. Like if, if you keep doing capitalism, you're going to keep doing this. Like, yeah, it's just well, a natural consequence. So they wrote this original article on the eighth and then they followed up with another one on the 10th. That's like, now it's like, you know, Pete Buttigieg needs to act and, and make, uh, electronically controlled pneumatic brakes mandatory. Or whatever. Oh, it's like, well, he probably not, will now that they publish this. Yeah. It's like, that's not, again, that's not, <sighs> That's such. A, <laughs> this is you know, this isn't the issue here. Like, we need so, to get David Sirota so to invest in our volcano viewing platforms business. Yeah. So we don't. That's what he needs. To do. We we don't really have a good idea of what exactly caused this accident. The NTSB preliminary report will be out in like a month or whatever. But what we do know is that there were videos of the train as it came through neighboring towns and then this and then East Palestine that showed that one of the axles was of, of one of the rail cars was very clearly on fire. That's a, that's a condition that's called a hot box. Basically it's when the bearing of one of the yeah. axles doesn't have enough lubrication. It just heats up from friction until it eventually fails because it like literally melts or whatever. It turns into um, a flint. <laughs> and, and like a braking system wouldn't, prevent that from happening right right railways railroads have systems to detect these conditions um they're called hot box detectors one of them was in east palestine um another one was 20 miles before that we don't know whether it like when exactly the hot box condition occurred whether it tripped the detector like Mm -hmm. 20 miles out and whether the crew reacted to um but what we're actually looking at here is like a failure of maintenance um, because thanks to prescription precision scheduled railroading, when you bring a train through a train yard um, and the yard master goes out there to take a look at the axles, which they have to do, they get like maybe 30 seconds per car to yeah. look at that because yeah. they just are rolling those trains through as fast as they can. And that's not right. long enough that's, to yes. inspect a train car. Yes. That's the corner cutting. Do you know what I mean? Like that's yeah. how it, the, the profit motive and prioritizing freight um, at, all, at all costs 
is going to lead to this. It, it, it like that's how they squeeze profit out of things. Like I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they don't. They they cut the margins. They cut the amount of time you can check things. They cut the amount of yeah. they like they increase the intervals between when they service. They these, increase the size cars. of these these uh like the amount the of cars, the, the amount of stuff they're carrying. Yeah, uh, the length of trains massively yeah. longer now. Um, yeah. it. Yeah, and so I was telling some folks. I said I I think what's actually gonna end up here is that they're gonna they're gonna like place the cause as like really a systemic issue, but they're gonna find a way to like shift the blame to like the locomotive engineer and conductor, and because mm. it's it's gonna be like a maintenance issue, but it's gonna be like oh well the you know locomotive engineer like failed to heed a warning or something like that, you know, like they didn't they didn't stop for the first defect detector hotbox really when you think about it andrew it's it's this is this is what unions do you know what i mean they protect these incompetent employees that's gonna be the argument (laughs) guarantee it god it's always they can turn they can turn doing a terrible crime and poisoning the world into a way for them to also union bust that's you know what i mean Mm -hmm. (laughs) guaranteed well it's like you know. So this is reminiscent of the the Lock Megantique disaster to me, which is uh, when a train full of oil utterly destroyed uh, that small Quebec town of Lock Megantique, and they place the blame on the locomotive engineer in that case because they're like, oh, like he didn't break, he didn't like uh, properly like set the train up to be parked for the evening, um, and like really what the issue there was was that that particular railroad was extremely poorly run and was also allowed to do one man train operation uh and yeah. so like you have no one <laughs> cross checking your work or anything uh yeah <laughs> yeah that's kind um, of a problem so yeah i don't know i i'm i'm just very curious to see what the facts of this are from like the ntsb's preliminary report whenever we get it because i'm curious as to what exactly caused this um, oh i'm seeing a new new thing that caused it actually um oh it's Obama. <laughs> well that's yeah that's true it's, you know that's you know and uh I, I i it's just funny this this latest lever article that has a subheading entitled it's time for ecp breaks and it's like i don't like that like not to put myself in the shoes of the the railroads for a moment but that is a really big change that you have to make to every single car on the system re-equipping them with a different brake system and like yeah it would help but like that's not the root issue again yeah. and i don't know why we're why lever this news is, in particular this is, is something that upon i that it would this is it something wouldn't have, they, they seem to think it would have solved like prevented this from happening and it it would not have is as simple this, as that this is something that i bring up in my profession a lot i work in it um i do a lot of problem solving and figuring out Are you they know getting how money things, from a break company like what's going yeah, on i don't but what it is is like people mistake the cause of problems as the, this is a technical problem it's not. Yeah, it's a right. logistical. Almost all problems like, oh, are logistical. Just equipped it with the right or, brake system, or just caused by people. You know, yeah. like it's behaviors and logistics. Like that's it. That like, no, you cannot out technology dumbassery. 
You can't out technology right. poor planning. It just well, and this is the thing is like the the railroads kind of thought that they could out technology hotboxes. They're like, well, we'll just install hotbox detectors along yeah. our railroads, and then if you have a hotbox, it tells you over the radio, and you stop the train and you go deal with it. And it's like, but that doesn't actually prevent a hotbox from occurring. You have to do maintenance to do that. Yeah. Yeah. It just detects them. And then when the person's like, oh, we've got a hot box, yeah, it just says, we're going to have to stop this your line. Your train's on fire. Go, nah. Stop immediately. And then it's like, well, great. Now what do we do? You know? <laughs> now, yeah. So. <laughs> the train's still on fire. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and if the Speaking- train is three miles long, the conductor has to get out and like <laughs> r- try and figure out where exactly along those three miles the hot box is, you know? <laughs> Bizarre. I don't know. Yeah. Speaking Strange. of things that are on fire, you heard about smoking in the subway discourse. Yeah, did did you see so I follow Mindy Isser, who's a um she's a Philly DSA organizer and she mm. recently had a kid and she tweeted what I think is a pretty um like I don't know, but banal is maybe not the right word, but it's just an off the cuff observation. She just tweeted, I would like to be able to ride the subway with my four-month-old baby and not be in a car with people smoking. And people went absolutely nuts about this, reading all sorts of things into it. They're like, oh, you want like a carceral system? Like you want more police on the subway or whatever? Or, you know, they're like, uh, (laughs) there was one who's like- Who made you the subway cop? Yeah, there was one who's like, oh, well, why don't you just use a private car if you don't want to deal with the public part of public transportation? And they went on to insinuate that, like, um, like if you take public transportation, you just need to deal with people smoking or jerking off on the subway. Um, <laughs> oh, this or- is another good one. Uh, this person is, like, basically accusing Mindy of, like, uh, missing the point, like, oh, well... You don't want to be on a train car with dangerous smoke, but you're okay with COVID. That's yeah. okay for your baby. Right. My God. Um, and it's like, have you tried putting a mask on a baby? <laughs> I just, I just, people. So like, uh, if, if you are, if you're a mother, you shouldn't be able to take your child anywhere. That's a, right. That's a you problem. Yeah. Cool. Right. Well, and then, and then later on some more, there were, this is people who are just entirely too online. And so this is like a, a sub-discussion of the sub-discussion of this tweet. Um, so Someone says, I do think smoking would be less of a social issue if we as a society didn't collectively decide to liquidate the concept of smoking areas sometime around the 2008 election. I don't know what they're talking about because there's still plenty of smoking areas around. Um, and then someone whose brain is just totally fried said, the entire anti-smoking drive feels like the natural endpoint of neoliberal safetyism. All forms of recreation must be proven to not cost the government or insurance companies money ever, and therefore we're teetering on the edge of outright banning SIGs. The entire concept of public health just exists for the bourgeoisie to have a reliable, low-maintenance labor pool and for the military to have healthy recruits. There's a reason the healthy foods and school drive was concurrent with Iraq. Uh, and I just don't know what this person is smoking. <laughs> it's like are some they of these things about? are true or rooted in reality, but <laughs> they're smoking. They're tobacco not the is thing. harmful. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's very bad for you in a, from a health perspective. They're just, that's doing why we're like, against it. It causes cancer. Just like intense, 
mind loops around to get to the point that they want to make, like to say, I like, I'm it, against this person. I, I think so if you're weird. on Twitter and you start to tweet the phrase neoliberal safetyism into the draft box, like a cage should just cl- close up around you. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm like almost entirely off it like i literally only logged into twitter today to like look for things like i i don't have the app on my phone anymore i don't like it's just like this is what it does to your brain like go freaking touch some grass like i feel like i feel like i'm i'm like at a museum looking at an exhibit with some of these people because it's just like they're just so through the looking glass on some of these things that i'm just like i'm observing them like wow this is a very interesting specimen of human that they that their brain is working in this way. Going on to Twitter does feel like being an anthropologist. Yeah. Like going to do field work on like right. a, a a very, you know, unknown set of like tribe that that's uncontacted and you're like, "Okay, let's see what they're up to." You're like, "Boy, they let's have to, you, Yeah, they they do things very differently from how we would expect. Like that is <laughs> odd. Jeez. It's and the less you're on there, the more stark the contrast is like I can't imagine any well, of these people you know. operating at any of the jobs I've ever had in any of the spaces I've worked in and organized like they. Yeah. If like, someone in your in your real life, like at your job, tried to go off about neoliberal safetyism or whatever, I think you'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, you sound like a crazy person. Like, what? Like, yeah, the reason I, the, I mean, the reason that we're against smoking is because it's not healthy and it causes cancer. really really honestly uh, i think like and this is why like nut picking is dangerous and like i i don't always try to engage it but like some of these people what we're witnessing is like the failure of our like health system to like diagnose and treat mental health issues and and an unstable society that just causes all of this mass um, like delusions or mass problems, like like social issues with people. Like, well, I, I mean, I, so I, it's kind of hard to feel like they're the problem. They're like a symptom of the problem. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But like, right. God, this is some really, really terrifying symptoms. <laughs> I do worry that like the combination of the fact that there there are no facts anymore, and like you can find research that supports whatever you want, and yeah. like this take plus takes from the, like tucker carlson like um joyously cheering the 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 fact that the republicans uh removed no smoking zone from the from the house of representatives like you can smoke in the house of representatives again is like i i worry that we're gonna end up in some weird space where people are saying that like like they're advocating for smoking and they're they're like doing um you know like covid denialism but on like tobacco health research they're gonna be like oh like all that research that says tobacco is you know the nicotine is bad for you causes cancer whatever like it's just an op or whatever and you know if you if you if you truly believed you gave into that then you're like a rube you know that's i worry that we're headed that direction um yeah provide tremendous content for the show but like geez <laughs> it's it's not fun to witness the collapse just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> and you got to find like something to like I don't know look look for something just to some, help get you through it. Just some guy who's like chopped the filters off of his cigarettes and is like, "Oh, you believe what the surgeon general tells you?" Like, really? 
these days? <laughs> yeah, it's okay. just like not the All vibe. Right. It's not the vibe. It's not what we want. Um, like if you're getting sucked into this kind of world, that like go touch some grass, go get some wrap snacks, hang yeah. out with if actual. You, if you people. find yourself reading or listening to these things that we're saying, and you find yourself going like, "Oh, that's a good point," it's not actually a good point. Um, and you need to, you need to work on yourself there. You need to, yeah, you need to log off for a bit and like, I don't know, go, go do something fun outside for a bit. Go, go, go to a nature preserve, go to a scenic overlook, you know, go to like a, an aviary and watch some birds. Like, yeah, just yeah. get yourself out there. And I realize go watch birds, birds are so cool. Andrew, yesterday, yesterday, I didn't tell you this, mm. but I was coming out of the gro- oh, so I did like a old old grandpa mode in the morning on Saturday morning I like went to McDonald's at like 7 a.m. um and, and got a little quick bite right, and then your, went with your with your flat cap on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in I was in <laughs> you're, the, you're you're like the grandpa who is like dressed up in formal wear at McDonald's <laughs> and you're like okay. No, I was the grandpa <laughs> wearing sweatpants and a and a sweatshirt. <laughs> <laughs> like really just comforted out and I, so then yeah. i went to to albertson's was next door and went and did some grocery shopping and when i was coming out there was this raven that was like standing in front of people who were trying to walk back to their car and just like stopping them like landing in front of them and yelling at them <laughs> just going like wah, wah. And, and then people would like say, unfortunately a cab includes that raven <laughs> no, 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 no. This raven was doing the Lord's work because, like, he was pestering the right people. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I felt like this raven was out, like, telling people, like, you know, this isn't your world, need, okay? You're not in charge raven, around here. I needed that raven to, like, assault people who aren't putting their carts back. <laughs> yeah, the raven was actually... Like if you don't put in front your of- cart back, the raven is flying and preventing you from opening your, your door until <laughs> he, you put he your was, cart back. He was standing in front of cars. So these people would oh get my. into their car and they'd try to back out and he'd just go in front of the car. And then they'd like be like, oh no, I don't want to hit the bird. And so they'd stop and then he'd just scream at them and they'd start moving and then he'd just hop back. But he would like... Keep I respect the, the raven from going who's having anywhere. like a, a TMZ level public freak out. Yeah. And then like I was looking at the raven and so everyone was gone that he was pestering. They finally got into their cars and the mm. raven looked at me and I and I literally just it, like, like oh, said God, out I'm loud. About to be, I'm about to be capital J judged. No, no, I looked at him. He looked at me. He saw my soul and I was just like. Dude, good job, homie. Like I, I just said that out loud. Like, good, good work, buddy. Good job, homie. And, and and I'm like, I got something for you. And I had like a little bit of leftover. Um, I had like a a piece of bread from mm. that I bought like a roll, and I took part of that. And then I had, I remembered I had some leftover. Um, well, see, this is uh, the thing that people didn't. What's realize. it called? The, the, Raven... the sandwich with the syrup in it. The oh, the McGriddle. I had a little bit McGriddle, and I was like, I was like, you know what? You earned it, bud. And I threw it to him. And he and he flew over and he got it and he and he put it in his mouth and then he did like a little dance like with his wings like back and forth like and he made some noise this like is the thing this was a, this was a test for everything you had to 
you needed to figure out that you needed to make an offering to the raven. And, yeah. And I want only you the ravens to know. Because I know they talk. I want them all to know that I'm on their team. Oh, well, that when I the mean, shit goes down, we're friends, you know? Like, have you heard, like, you know, the, some of the weird sounds that Corvids make? Like, they oh. got to be encoding data in those calls, yeah. you know? Yeah, I, they like, know shit. Yeah. They, they're freaking they're super smart they know what's going on they they travel they they are extremely social and extremely smart so like i want them on my team and so that's i'm continuing to make friends with the birds so that's what you should be doing not going on online you know not yeah. going onto the computer go hang out with go, go out and make an offering to your nearest raven yeah, <laughs> that, that, that it may bless you in the future. <laughs> That's when the blessings come in. I have no idea what I'm doing. I was not prepared for this. I'm trying and I'm learning. Thank you for your patience. There's so many mistakes I have already made, but I'm working to be better day by day. I think I'm gonna make it, but for now I'll say